Welcome to the podcast. And like, sorry, man. Sorry. He's like, you fucking tripping? All right, we have no date. We have no witnesses. It's just fiction. It's for the podcast. Oh shit! Yeah, I had my Indico interview, and um, we're just talking about things I do. And so that was an obviously follicle challenge. I said I do a podcast. Oh, what podcast do you do? I was like, Oh, you can eat that crust. It's like a comedy podcast. I'm like, Yeah, it's a little offensive though. And uh, so she's like, All right, let's pull it up. So she pulls it up on the phone, and we're like, Yeah, she's like, let's just skip ahead a little bit. And she we're on the Quentin Tarantino episode, and <laughs> dude. I shit you not, the fucking pussy rant thing was on there. Like, wet pussy, sloppy pussy. And, like, she stopped in, like, like you know, five seconds, seven seconds. It's like, oh, yep, defensive. Huh? I was like, yeah. But she 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 laughed at it. It was actually, it might have actually won. But she's like, yeah, I've heard enough. <laughs> yeah, totally. I was like, ooh, probably not the best choice for her. How embarrassing. I would have been mortified. What up, everybody? Welcome to You Gotta Eat That Crust Podcast. I'm the host with the most on the ones and twos, Ryan Wilson. And with me tonight, my co-host, my co-anchor, my co-homie, Seamus Rogers. Seamus, how you doing? I'm doing well. What's up, guys? I got a random thought for you, a random warning. Don't get drunk and eat popcorn in your bed. Facts. Because you're always going to wake up to kernels or pieces. It's true. You get if you have a long beard too. That's another like. I've I've eaten whole kernels out of my beard in the morning. What the uh, fuck? And then it's the just, I saw that. I just thought you were saving it for later. I was. I was. I'm thrifty as fuck. Ooh. Also with me tonight, follically challenged himself, the sweatpants overlord, mo fucking Greg Howie. Greg, what's good? That's like your opinion, man. What? None of that was an opinion. Well, I guess if you're not my homie. Wait, what, what was what? the opinion? There's no opinion. Wait, what? What? Speaking of hey, what? Seamus? <laughs> what are we talking about tonight? Uh, tonight we're going to talk about music festivals, music gatherings. You know, some of the ones we've been to. And uh, the origin, basically, briefly. Supposedly, the origins of music festivals date back to ancient Greece. It was where competitions in music, arts, and sports were performed in public. Uh, modern music festivals in the U.S. arose from the spirit of Woodstock. It was not the first event of its kind. The Newport Folk and Jazz Festivals, Milwaukee Summerfest, and the Monterey Pop Festival predate Woodstock. The 1969 event holds a mythical place within American pop culture history. Festivals have since evolved from the memories of Woodstock growing to mainstream businesses with corporate sponsorships. More than 32 million people attend them each year, according to Billboard. Coachella, one of the most popular festivals in the country, grossed $114.6 million in 2017. Damn. And, you know, artists love getting billed on a music festival, especially now, you know, with the era of streaming services, people are buying less albums. That's an easier way to make money than depending upon record sales and long tours, you know, but there's always 
the challenge between having to pay the artist enough to secure their performances, needing to sell a certain number of tickets in order to be successful, you know, the additional costs of insurance and the risks of bad weather. I mean, bad weather can ruin the best party, the best potential party. <clears throat> I've definitely been in a couple of those situations myself. <clears throat> yeah, we all have. Yeah. Fucking rain. Yeah, so the Horde Horror Festival, Wars. and it was fucking pouring rain. With the fucking, Which one? Uh, it was Beck, Primus, Back. Neil Young. I mean, sometimes the crowd just, sometimes the crowd can, like, feed off the energy, like, of the rain. You know, like, if it's brief, but if it's just, like, all day, you're miserable. I prefer if it's sideways, rain. Ah, I prefer <laughs> if it's sunny. Yeah. Love the sun, love the summer. But yeah, it was, you know, Couple months, a few months back, I, you know, I saw Dirty Heads and Subline with Rome in New Haven. It started drizzling a little bit, and just during Dirty Heads session, and just you know, the crowd started going wild. So yeah, I can invigorate a little bit, but like I said, if it's an all day thing and just it comes a miserable, muddy mess. Totally, yeah. Like Woodstock '99 when they were digging in shit. Well, Woodstock '99 had a lot of issues. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, wasn't there was wasn't that what uh that was like the over fire started water. during Red Hot Chili Peppers cover yep. of Jimi Hendrix Fire yeah and everyone just started to like cook the place up that was yeah ninety nine in Utica New York uh you know they had bands like Metallica Corn Limp Biscuit Rage Against the Machine two hundred twenty thousand in attendance just a mellow axe yeah. Well, people started digging yeah. in, like the mud and stuff, and like it was like right by the porta potties, and they were just basically like digging in shit and like playing in shit. Yeah. I mean, you heard the bands I just named: Metallica, Corn, Limp Bizkit, and Rage Against the Machine. Limp Bizkit. <laughs> you got a lot of you got a lot of teenage angst in there in that crowd. A lot of I male would, testosterone. I would have definitely been doing it for the nookie. <laughs> well, for sure, and but, then hopefully you know, a cookie. The Nookie doesn't like the obnoxious guy breaking shit and starting fires. I mean, I'm not saying I learned from experience. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, I mean, obviously Woodstock, uh, you know, the one we we grew up with as kids that we didn't go to. But I remember watching like tons of fucking videos of it. And, you know, the the infamous uh, mud war with Green Day. That was fucking pretty. That looked like a. A good time to be a part of, and the mudslides. Well, that shit, was the I mean. 90, that was the ninety four one, right? Yeah, yeah. I wasn't there. I was fourteen. I was at no Woodstocks, unfortunately. Same. Now I'm too old to do anything fun. Yeah, that's why I didn't invite you to the last podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what I wish you were there, Ryan. I wish you were there too. Well, I'm not. I'm here. I bet you drink with me. The solo nickels. Ah, I I am fond of uh, Grandpa's cough syrup. <laughs> I mean, if we take like an Uber or something like that, I'll fucking have one. I offered to be the sober driver. I know. I I like that side of you better. The sober, the sober Greg. Yeah, the chauffeur Greg. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, high as fuck though. That's fine. <laughs> so you drive us slowly home. I'll take it down. <laughs> yeah. Totally. I'm gonna drive you home, and I'm gonna stop at the drive-through, get some <laughs> snacks. Naturally, perfect. Wake me up. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna let's talk about the first big festival like we ever went to. I don't know if you were there, Seamus. I, I remember. I think Greg was there, but uh, fish the lemon wheel. Raise your hand if you were there. 
I was there. What about the Great Went? I didn't go to the Great Went. I was at Clifford Ball, the Great Went, and the Lemon Wheel. Holy shit. Well, yeah. so let's why don't, we, why don't we dial back and start with right. uh, 816, 17, 96 at Plattsburgh Air Force Base, Plattsburgh, New York, Clifford Ball. Seamus went. I did was go. It? it was amazing. I mean, so amazing that I don't really remember it. Did you enjoy yourself? <laughs> yeah, I, I actually <laughs> went the whole weekend without taking a shit. Nice. <laughs> you have, if you saw those porta potties, you'd understand. I felt sorry for any ladies or anybody who was older than thirty at that time, because nowadays I couldn't do it. <laughs> no way. Imagine, imagine being like tripping on acid or like tripping <clears throat> on mushrooms, having to like go in one of those porta potties. Pretty sure I was tripping on mushrooms, but yeah, it still wasn't enticing. Well. Uh, if we are done talking about the Clifford Ball, we can go to the Great Went. Um, crazy shit happened in the Great Went for me, at least. Um, first of all, I was in Limestone, Maine. It's like fucking 300 miles from Portland. It's fucking crazy. It's a drive. Yeah, so that's why another reason why this first part of the story is even crazy. So I think, Seamus, were you in the van with us when we rented the van? I believe you were. The 15 passenger van? Yeah. Yes. It was like me, you, Corey. I think Corey was with us, maybe. Yeah, sitting somewhere in the back. I think Beth was with us, right? Yeah, Lori, Maddie. Um, and, like, I remember Shane Conley, like, Josh Eldridge and Jim Dozette. They left from uh, Jim's house, like, I don't know, a couple hours before us. Like, we wanted to leave together. We wanted to party together. But somehow, like, we got kind of crossed up. But, like I said, 300 miles from Portland, Maine. And, like, a couple miles from Limestone, Maine, we, like, randomly ran into them in the highway. And, like, we ended up hooking up and, like, partying. Like, were we stuck weekend. in traffic or something? Yeah, we were stuck in traffic and we saw them, which was fucking crazy. It was just, like, an, an insane. Yeah. Um, I also had poison ivy, like, all over myself. Um, I also had a broken hand. Um, so I had poison ivy, like, creeping up my cast. Um that was when, like, uh, we were, like, walking to the show one day, and, like, because it was, like, multiple days, and, like, there was multiple shows going on, like, day sets and, and night sets and, and different things going on, and I was tripping fucking hard on mushrooms or acid. I don't fucking even remember, but all I remember is that girl coming up to me, he's like, painkillers! Do you have any painkillers? And I was like, uh, and I was like, I said I was fucking tripping, and this is like, I was just like a, I think I was in fucking high school still, probably. This is, yeah, I was fucking ninety seven. Yeah. So, and I was just like, oh my god, like, yeah, you probably didn't even take painkillers at yeah. all. No, I was like, like, what? What? No, I, I don't. She's like, I know you have them. She's like almost assaulting me. <laughs> For these painkillers, and I'm just tripping, and it's really harshing my vibe, man. Really harshing my vibe. I did not like it. And uh, yeah, and we, that happened like around the piss fountains. There was like piss fountains everywhere because like the porta potties were just. We just looked, and the, there was just a wall of piss coming down, coming back. Right on. It was well, just, you know, both these festivals were pre us being friends, guys. Well, I was always your friend. No, no. Well, Greg and I went together to this, so we were friends. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know. This was pre, pre the trio, pre, three musketeers. Yeah, I well, was he, always your friend. I was always nice to everybody. Oh, we were never like friends, though. Like, I don't we were, know. I we were known acquaintances, you. sort of. We didn't really get cool till senior year. Hmm. And that would be 99. Shit, son. I know. This, 
is um is this the one where we walked down during the day performance and wasn't the guy just wasn't there a guy who just kept running around in circles and like kicking dirt and rocks? Probably at everybody. There was some, a lot of fucked up shit going on. That we, was his dancing. He just kept running in circles and kicking rocks and dirt up at us. And finally, we just got so pissed we started kicking rocks and dirt back at him. Like, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, that was insane. That fucking shit was crazy. Free hugs, man. The Lemon Wheel uh, in 98. I remember, like, a group of us. We fucking stole someone's lawn chairs <laughs> and we traded them for nitrous balloons. <laughs> and uh, I don't recommend doing that, folks. It's like a good deal for both of you. I mean, you didn't buy the chair and they have enough nitrous to keep oh, a, it a couple of great. It was a great deal. It was a, just, it was a bad deal. Except for the guy that yeah. lost his chair. Yeah, it was a bad deal for the people who lost their lawn chairs. That's about it. I remember... That, well, I remember a time. I was in Middletown, Connecticut. You know, it's a nice, it's a college town, and you know, there's bars on the main street. You can just walk between them. My regret, I took a bike. I was just sitting there. I rode it down the street to the next bar, and then I gave it to some dude hanging out in front, and he looked like he needed a bike. And, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, man, you need a bike? He's like, for real? I'm like, yeah, you have it. I'm just done with it. I'm here. I'm at my destination. I, I, I stole his bike. It's <laughs> all good. He's like, thanks, man, thanks. And uh, he rode off into the into the dusk. And then when some kid's like, hey, have you seen my bike? Yeah, some fucking dude on my I like yeah. to think he got a job out of it and changed his life around. The only other scenario is that he hears this episode of the podcast. He went to jail for receiving stolen property, and now all the pieces are fitting together so he can murder fuck you. All right, we have no dates. We have no witnesses. It's just fiction. (laughs) It's for the podcast, guys. You can't get anything on me. You got nothing. You you got no dates. Actually, the statute of limitation is over on that one. Well, Bob. there's no statue of limitations on Moida. <laughs> right. But this, I didn't murder the bike. He may have. Uh, all right. Well, I'll tell you that Lemon Wheel was like the first festival that I went to. And man, it was a, an eye opening experience for me. It's like, the world could be like this. This is what ruined your life. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, seeing people walk around with like nugs the size of my arm and fucking like. Paper mache, fucking giant costume parades and shit. Uh, the Porto Potty Piazza with like the Tower of Porto Potties. Uh, I I was seventeen and I was part of a the huge nude photo. I mean, uh, uh, you were in that. I remember I, that. I was that definitely was, in that. That was right by my fucking. Uh, I remember they were all going to. I remember the, the big parade, walked, the nude parade. Yeah, I remember when they walked past. So I probably saw your dick. What's up? It was so. A lot of nude people. It wasn't turned on once. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is funny about that, isn't it? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a good time for me anyway. Uh, just uh, I remember we were we were camping next to these fucking bunch of Canadians that had all these kegs of magic. I'd like come over and drink with us. And I was like, fuck yeah! And oh, uh, yeah. I remember there, this one guy. We uh, I don't know. I was with a bunch of people, but there was this guy fucking truck. 
that was parked right next to our fuck. He's like, my name's fucking Truck, dude. Fucking the guy had like six five, three hundred pounds, backwards hat, fucking uh just fucking hammered the whole time. He's like, I fucking like you guys. He's like, uh oh, about to take a header, and then he just fucking face plants into the ground. <laughs> he called it. Yeah, dude. Did he stop himself? No, not did, at all. Didn't put his arms out. He did, he did it a few times. It was his thing, I guess. Oh, cool. It's like Davis guess, diving downstairs. I guess it was nostalgic for you know when he was a baby and his mom would drop him. Uh, Greg, I could have I could have swore this is the festival that you had poison ivy at. <laughs> Maybe I had them both. Could be getting confused. I remember seeing you, Greg. I didn't go to the Great Wed, but I remember seeing you there, Greg, at the Lemon Wheel. You had like a blanket over your head, looking like fucking Obi Wan with a terrible skin condition. Oh yeah, because I had I was tripping and I had bags of ice <laughs> on my face because it was also in a fucking open airfield and the sun was just beating down on my poison ivy. I didn't tell anybody I had it on my lips either because I didn't want them to not smoke weed with me. <laughs> oh, that's dirty. Yeah. So, uh, Luckily, I've never had poison ivy, but you know, some people get it gross. They like ooze and shit. Dude, I used to get it and look at it. Now when I get it and if I see a spot, I'm like, yep, that's poison ivy. I will fucking kill you. And I fucking <laughs> kill that one spot and it fucking... What do you use? Out. Fucking pneumonia! Whatever. I will now, dude. I've I've mixed I've mixed bleach and water before. <laughs> fucking bleach and water, son. Bleach and water. Well, you watered bleach. down bleach. Get out! I watered down bleach. Damn, son. I got that. I watered down bleach from water from the beach because it was in reach. Because I'm in York, and you're a peach. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's uh. Let's talk about the next one. Did either one of you go to Camp Oswego in Oswego, New York? Negative. Greg? No, I did not. Oh, man. This was uh, this was actually on an entire open fucking airplane field. Not a fucking tree in sight. It was like 103 degrees every day. Yeah, except it sounds, fucking... sounds like limestone. Sounds exactly uh, like limestone. Yeah, it's just like limestone. Well, it, it, that was well, open. There were no trees at all. It also pissed rain the second day. So it was like super muddy and super fucking hot at the same crunchies. time. But uh, I remember we left Rochester and I met up with Jake Beal and like Andy Carroll and a bunch of people. And uh, we took Jake's 1969 Cadillac. And uh, we're headed. We're headed down to the first toll in Rochester, and the Cadillac breaks down. Oh my god! So Jake calls his dad, like, "Dad, the fucking car broke down." He's like, "Fucking Jesus Christ!" He's like, "I'll, can't I'll give up." Though. He's like, "I'll come fucking meet you guys with another car." So he comes and drops off the car. He's like, "Don't fuck this car up, too, Jake." Hey, <laughs> <laughs> well, he he was the hero. It sounds like though. Absolutely, Jake, Jake Dad's awesome. So we drive all the way up to Oswego, New York. It's a fucking. It's in upper state New York. So it's a long fucking drive. And, uh, we get there and the guy's like tickets, please. And we all pull out our tickets. Jake goes to reach in the glove box. Oh no. Oh shit. My tickets are in the other car. Oh no. Yeah, dude. So he calls a couple kids that hadn't left yet. They're like, yeah, we'll bring up your fucking tickets, dude. And like, Jake's so, like, so, so how long does he have to wait? Oh, well, <laughs> so he's like, all right, guys, I'm going to wait by the gate. He's like, fucking go get camp set up and fucking make me some sandwiches and bring me some water and shit. Oh, that sounds miserable for him. I was like, all right, dude, definitely. So me and Andy Carroll, we get everything all set up and shit. And uh, within like 30 seconds of setting up our tent, we hear this guy like mushrooms, mushrooms. And Andy's like, hey, Ryan, you want to take some mushrooms? I was like, fuck, yeah, dude, <laughs> take some mushrooms. 
So we both eat a fucking entire eighth of these like bright fucking blue mushrooms. Jesus Christ. And we're fucking tripping balls and hours go by. And all of a sudden we both look at each other like, fuck Jake. Oh my God. <laughs> terrible friends. So we like make him a couple peanut butter and fluff sandwiches and grab a jug of water. You bring him any shrooms? No. <laughs> We get to the fucking and we get to the gate and he's sitting there like fucking beet red, fucking dripping sweat. Sunburn. And he's like, he's like, what the fuck? What the fuck, guys? And like, sorry, man, sorry. He's like, Are you fucking tripping? <laughs> like, <laughs> Jake, we're sorry. We just, you know, it was an accident. Don't harsh my vibe, bro. <laughs> so uh yeah, eventually though, his tickets got there and uh we went in, we had a we had a great oh, time. Must have sucked for him, man. We all fucking left there with, like, sun poisoning, though. Like, I was fucking, like, tivying out in the fucking back seat, like, laying down in the trunk, driving home, like, just shivering, even though I got a fucking terrible sunburn. That's everything. Yeah, that was Drugs, the eating crap. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I can <laughs> handle a festival anymore. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's I, would I, I, I can, second, I can vouch that. for that. Greg can't handle yeah. the festival. I, I would I would need a yurt, a yurt, or a fucking camper and my <laughs> PlayStation 5. <laughs> I don't know. I've definitely lost some of the, like, well, I lost almost all of the, like, hippie I- ideologies. Like, now if anyone's like, hey, man, you want a free hug? I'm like, no, get the fuck away from me. Like, that shit was burned out of me years ago. Well, I'm just skeptical, and I don't. Like smelly, crunchy people. Sure, <laughs> sure. That's I what the take, world will I'll do take together. free hugs. I'm, I'm, I'm not a hateful person. Hugs are beautiful. Let's hug people. Sure, if you don't smell. Free hugs, even if you do smell. That is beautiful, man. Thanks. That, that uh, is. That is. I'm calling after, bullshit. <laughs> I also attended um, the It Festival, um, but that was back up in Limestone. Did either one of you make it up to that one there? Are you no, talking I about? I didn't go to the second Plattsburgh, Limestone, whatever it was. There was a Pennywise uh, concert. There was not. It was a fish show. It's called oh. the It the It Festival. Yeah. And uh, I remember, like, we threw a party for Steve Portry and Kid from Down the Road because, like, we're gonna go on tour, and then we're gonna fucking after that we're going to Colorado and California, and this is it, guys. Like, you're probably not gonna see us again. So we like threw this huge rager for him. Like, we gave him a pipe and some weed and shit before they left. And uh, I said, maybe I'll see you up at the It Festival. So uh, we get there anyway. And uh, right off the bat, we run into Steve and fucking kid. And they're fucking trying to sell Bloody Marys to make enough money <laughs> to get to the next fucking show or to get back home. They're not really sure what they're going to do. What was, to the, what was the uh, going rate right for a Bloody Mary back then? <laughs> <laughs> like three bucks. And who wants a Bloody Mary when it's fucking 100 degrees out? Not me. I mean, if it's early in the morning, right? I don't. I hate tomato juice. <laughs> <laughs> if it doesn't come with chicken finger, if it doesn't come with chicken fingers, a cheeseburger, a couple jalapenos, a couple slices of bacon, I don't want it. All right? I mean, I don't know. I'm very jealous when people bring out the Bloody Marys. They mix all the shit up. I'm like, damn, what the fuck? Everybody's loving it and it looks so good. And I take a sip of it. It's fucking worse than coffee. Do you like mimosas? <laughs> Not really. They're all right. They're better. They're a step up. I like whiskey, beer. <laughs> Same. Uh, I definitely remember I made a cape. Vodka. I made a cape for this show. I had a froth cape that I wore through the whole thing. And froth. I was I was bumping fucking uh, ween on a fucking boombox. I met some cool people just because, you know, all the, all the cool people listen to ween, obviously. 
Well, plus, but, uh, uh, Ween covers that fish song. Yeah, Roses Are Free. I love when Ween covers that song. Yes, totally. <laughs> uh, there was some cool shit, though. There was a fucking, there was a giant fucking, like, maze of fucking duct tape sculptures. There was, like, fucking toilets and, like, full-size people all made out of duct tape. They gave you a roll of duct tape before you went in. Like, make sure you give this back. And all I know is I came home with two rolls of duct tape. So uh, uh, somebody hit a body in one of those. <laughs> that yeah, they never they never told anyone that, but definitely <laughs> I'm sure that happened. They said, um, make sure you bring it back. The duct tape. Well, there was like a guy on the other side and we just kind of walked by and we were both fucking me and uh, the, the old lady were fucking tripping, fucking our balls how, off. How much is your sculpture going to be if you had to bring back duct tape? Dude, people were spending hours in there and building like shit that was like bigger than us. Like, you know, life size fucking. There was like a fucking whole car made there and shit like. Was there a duct tape penis? Uh, one would hope so. <laughs> one would hope so. Uh, yeah, I, I, I was uh, I was on mushrooms when I was walking through that shit, and it was like the last night of the festival, and uh, the show gets out, and it's like you know one in the morning or whatever, and like we're like walking back to our camp, and this guy's like acid, acid. And we're like, oh, that's a bad. I was like, decision. you want to take some acid? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, let's do it. So we both took these fucking huge fucking pieces of acid, but. They were just, they seemed like it was too thick to be real. So we fucking walked around for a little bit longer. We went to fucking bed. And uh, they're like, all right, everyone, you got to go. You got to go. It's time to go. And we both just woke up fucking tripping balls. And fucking Steve and kid come back like, hey, can you help get us home? <laughs> so they gave up on their going on the road and living in Colorado. So we threw the party. Wait, for- wait, turn it back. Right, Who's go ahead. saying you got to go, and what does that mean? Who's sec- got to go? Where? It's security and shit. Like you got to pack up your shit and go. Are so you I- in your tents, or it wasn't a stayover? No, it was a three day thing. This is the fourth day. So after the fourth, you know, the uh, morning of the fourth day, like we wake no up. Sleeping fucking- over this night, you got to get the. Yeah, no, that was tripping our fucking balls off, dude. And Steve and oh, kid, so like, I'm glad you waited to the fourth day to do your trip. <laughs> <laughs> well, we didn't. We thought it was fake, so we went to bed. It was not fake. As it turns out, and fucking, we helped pay money for those two motherfuckers to get home, and we're just waiting in traffic for like five hours. You should have drove. You just said, "Yeah, you guys can fucking drive the car because we're tripping on fucking acid." Well, Steve had his own car, so he couldn't just leave his car there. Well, he had great planning and foresight. (laughs) (laughs) Well, life on the road can be tricky. Have you sucked any dicks? You extend, you've exhausted all your options. Just kidding, uh, Steve. I love you. Miss you. Haven't seen you in a long time. Uh, yeah, I was just tripping balls waiting in traffic. Anyway, I was having crazy visuals. Like we're just like sitting there in traffic in the blazing heat. Fucking, it was fucking hard. Uh, no it? air conditioning. <laughs> no, no, no. It was my. Uh, it was a car. We took a car that I bought for a thousand dollars up that already had like over a hundred thousand miles on it. I think that was one and only like great voyage. Then we had to retire that motherfucker. But uh, yeah, good times there. Have you guys ever been to Summerfest or known anybody? No. What is Summerfest? Yeah, what is Summerfest? Summerfest is the largest music festival in the U.S. What month does it? What season does it take place in? It's uh, it's in Milwaukee. No, it's actually it started as a music festival. Um. It's in Milwaukee, June and July. Um, and all right, So for a time in the late 1980s and into the 90s, organized hosted a sister event called Winterfest. 
Um, but Milwaukee has brutal winters and nobody wanted to be out. So it proved far less popular than the sunny counterpart. So it was canceled. Um, but Milwaukee Fest is like an 11 day festival on the shores of Lake Michigan. In 1999, it was named the world's largest music festival, certified by the Guinness Book of World Records. But since then, it's been overtaken by other ones. But it was, you know, it had on average like 830,000 attendees. Holy shit. And peaked in 2001 at 1,563. It's too many people. That's a that's a shit firestorm. That's just <laughs> I I I there's shit everywhere that that festival. Yeah, dude. They must have had nonstop porta potty crews. Ugh, I wonder how much shit has been in every festival. Hey, I want to talk to the shit measurer over here. Tell me, <laughs> tell me how much shit was at this this place over the weekend. Well, actually, we haven't measured. It's about 6,000 swimming pools of shit. Three blue whales worth of shit. <laughs> the only other, like, I've been to uh, a bunch of, like, littler festivals, too. I saw the Berkshire Mountain Festival, like, three years in a row. Saw, like, one one of the years I went, I saw like, two guys OD and die in the same weekend. Cool. People are just following their stretch, like, Oxycontin kills. We're like, <laughs> no shit. Uh, but I still want more. <laughs> I also went to a gathering of the vibes totally like at the last minute, like we were living in the abyss, which I've talked about in earlier episodes, uh, abandoned farmhouse, no heat, no running water. Um, and we found a, we found a giant bottle of Darvaset, which is like an old school painkiller. And Doug's like, what if we go fucking to the gathering of the vibes and sell these? And dude, we made so much fucking money selling these fucking pills, which Are if I bet it expired fucking. Oh, dude, they didn't pills? give a fuck, dude. We made bank and we've got so much free drugs like trade a couple pills and shit (laughs) give a fuck i fucking hate strange folk anyway they were the fucking the headliners i never like strange folk uh percy hill played that was enjoyable (sighs) keller williams played i enjoyed that as well um but uh fucking i don't know this this little punk fucking motherfucker uh we'll call him wellia ever was the Elliot Weaver? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Elliot Ever yeah, yeah. comes walking up to us like crying. He's like, "Guys, my ride just left me here. Like, can you can you fucking give us a ride? Can you give me a ride home?" And like, fucking Doug's like, "Fuck you, Elliot." And he's like, "Come on, please, guys." I have you guys knew this guy? Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. I've known the kid for years. He's like, oh, do I know? He's a little yeah. shit. I do. Uh, yeah, he, we battle wrapped his brother. Before. Remember, oh. his his brother Calvin. No, was I think the we, band we battle rap. Tried battle rap him. They never, they never gave us the shit. No, they, they did. They lost. did. They fucking sampled some beat from fucking Method Man or Buster. So this Rhymes is Fifth Element. Oh yeah, it was like you about to go get lifted. You about to go get lifted, and they fucking spit little shitty verses over that. We is this Fifth did. Element? Yeah, whatever the fu- yeah. We just fucking destroyed. That's them. what they're called, right? Yeah, I think so. We wrote our. Diss to them, and then like they wrote their own house and crew, right? <laughs> yep, yep, yeah. Elliot Weaver was Calvin's brother, anyway. So he's like crying, and it's like, I need a ride. And we're like, fine. And we'd spent all our fucking money, like, we just had enough gas money to get home, and we were fucking all starving on the way home. And uh, drugs, like, hey, you got any gas money, Elliot? He's like, oh, I don't know, maybe I could, like, maybe some. 
And the kid pulls out a fucking stack of cash, like fuck it, it must have been three, four hundred dollars. And Doug's what? like, "What the? F-? He's like, what the fuck? He's like, you, you had all you that- have any weed? Did you bring any weed or anything? Yeah, he's like, you've had all that money this whole time. He's like, well, yeah. Me. He's like, he's like, you're gonna fucking fill up my tank, and you're fucking buying us lunch, dude. He's like, you were fucking Probably driving wasn't your ass money home. or something. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. It's not like you can't work that off. Whatever you needed to do, he bought us lunch and filled the gas tank. Right. Well, so that happened. Uh, and I guess the last thing that I want to talk about is the time that uh, my band Snuzzy tried to throw our own music festival in Stratford, New Hampshire. So uh, we invited like a few bands to play. Uh, Jim Dozette and his crew came. Uh, I think me and Greg and Doug played. Uh, Bad Face Day, I think we were going by at Bad the time. Bad Face Day. <laughs> nice. I forgot about that. It's awesome. <laughs> Still, I'm still, I'm still in that band every day. I've, not, I've had some bad hair days, but never that. Just kidding. We were supposed to headline this shit anyway, and uh, we were fucking. We we built a stage. We fucking rented porto potties and shit. Like, and that was a big deal for us because we didn't have any running water. So, like, whenever we had to take a shit in the abyss, we had to like go out in the woods and just like shit in a box or whatever, wherever we could find a shit. We had a solar power shower that we used. Like, it was fucking. It was pretty fucking sweet. But we rented porta potties and fucking like I remember going out there and shitting in the middle of the night. And all you just hear fucking like all these animals fucking running around outside the toilet and shit. And I'm just like fucking sitting there fucking petrified. It's like, come on, like please let the noises stop. But the night of the festival, uh, we all took mushrooms. Famously enough, we started drinking at around eleven in the morning, and uh, I'm wearing I'm decked out in a fucking fur coat and a patchwork skirt and fucking giant sunglasses just walking around and i'm like it's like man this is fucking dope and i was like uh it was like i can't wait to play like jimmy dozette's band's playing we got fucking strobe lights and shit going in the background and fucking all of a sudden i remember fucking let's we'll call him grob graves starts fucking bumping acdc in his truck all the time and i was like what the fuck dude like shut that fucking shit off um so he shuts that off and there had to be like would you appreciate acdc now i don't appreciate acdc ever (laughs) I, I've never been a fan of ACDC. I used to hate him back then. But if Sony plays about a party, I'm going to be like, Thunder! Yeah, you! Ooh, I about to rock! We salute you. <laughs> and if you like ACDC, that's cool. And you drive a Camaro and a leather jacket and a mullet. Hey. And play air guitar. Then I bet you get the ladies. I just want to thank him for the contribution to the Last Action Hero soundtrack. Big gun! Number one! Anyway, so I'm fucking tripping now. I'm drunk. I'm fucking smoking hash and shit all night and all day. And I'm like, there's hundreds of people there. We're like, dude, we fucking pulled this shit off. I was like, I can't wait to go play. And all of a sudden, after I say that, it's like, whoop, whoop. Fucking cops. Uh... Cops from three different counties show up with zip ties and shit. Oh shit! And, uh, like they're like we're shutting this down. He's like he's like if your car's parked on the side of the road, it's gonna get towed. And uh, all of a sudden, is, does is there no parking sign? My Chevy Lumina. You mean <laughs> Linda's Chevy Lumina? No, it was mine. They gave it to me. <laughs> Everyone just parked on the side of the road on uh, in Stratford, like fucking attending this festival as we threw. Yeah, and, was uh, it boasted that you couldn't park? Well, you can't park in the side of the road. I guess. So like we're gonna tell all, we're gonna 
we're going to tow all these cars. And all of a sudden, yeah, good D- luck. How many tow companies are in there? Right? All of a sudden, Doug's mother and her fucking boyfriend, Dick, come out. She's like, this is my son's festival. And he's like, and you're not towing any of these cars. She's like, everybody, give me your fucking keys right now. And like, she took everyone's keys and moved all their cars onto the lawn so nobody wow. got towed. Wow, but me- the hero there, step up. <laughs> But me, the first thing I do is, like, there's, like, a row of bushes in between Doug's mom's house and the abyss. And I'm, like, laying down in the bushes, like, just full-out tripping at this point. And, like, I'm watching cops walk, like, not even a half a foot away from me as I'm laying in the fucking ditch, like, between these bushes. But in the meantime, I'm getting all these visuals of, like, plants growing out of the ground and sprouting (laughs) and shit. So I'm like, uh, I was like, this is fucking nuts. This is cool. And I never get caught. Like the cops eventually leave. Nobody gets towed. The festival gets shut down, obviously. Is it cold when you're lying in that bush? Nah, it was, it was summer. It was a beautiful night. Well, and, takes, uh, probably. Yeah, I just, uh, what a failed experiment, but I'm glad we tried. God damn it. it sucks. Maybe you should have like checked your ego a little bit and play like, First or third. <laughs> I think we tried to, but we, we had some kind of technical difficulty, so we just had the next band come up. It's probably but, uh, a hippie crack play instead. Bad face there. <laughs> it's good times. Good times, anyway. And that's pretty much all I got for festivals, boys. Greg, is there something else you wanted to talk about? No, I mean, I just wanted to talk about the uh, gathering of the Juggalos. <laughs> whoop, whoop! Yeah, uh, July. What is a Juggalo? <laughs> He's no phony. Uh, you know, magnets, you know, how do they work? <laughs> um, July 21st, oh, oh, fucking Joseph Bruce and Joseph Utzer, the fucking ICP boys. Is that Violent J and Shaggy Tudo? Yeah, Joseph Bruce is Violent J and Joseph Utzer, whatever is Shaggy Too Dope. Good chip. It was essentially the Juggalo Woodstock. It was like a five-day concert. Uh, they had like wrestling games, karaoke, autograph sessions, and some seminars with artists. It drew up to like over 100,000 fans. Um, Vanilla Ice performed at pretty much all these things. Bone Thugs. Rob and Van Winkle. Yeah, Triple Six Mafia. Um, and in the oh one, the second gathering, like the fans were rushing the stage when, IC was play- uh, when ICP was playing. And... Um, a lot of people thought it was a riot, but it was actually the stage was collapsing. So like ICP had to bail, but they thought they were bailing because the fans were rushing the stage. But like, so the news reporters all reported that it was like a fucking big riot and the fans are like rushing. Crowd boys. Yeah. No. <laughs> fucking clown boys. <laughs> but no, I'm just saying the media probably twists things. Oh, whatever. If they're proud boys existed then they probably would have been yeah yeah, totally totally yeah exactly they were like trying to like you know i mean obviously there are some sweet ass juggalos and some people are fucking but there's sweet ass everyone there's people who are sweet who listen to acdc i'm talking about what didn't we go see icp show and paint our faces yeah we did i still have the picture once yeah (laughs) i saw him like two two or three times Paint your face every time. I saw more times than I'd like to admit. I don't think I would ever go see them and not paint my face. I think I'd be more embarrassed not to paint my face if I went to go see a show that everyone had their face painted. Well, yeah, of course. Because now I don't want to be recognized if I'm going to see IP- ICP. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell my friends. They'll make fun of me. Uh, I saw Twisted and Bone Thugs and Harmony, and I did watch Bone Thugs and Harmony get booed off the stage. Oh, <laughs> that's tough because like 
Bone thugs are respected. <laughs> yeah. Not, not by the eyes of you, Not in Worcester. <laughs> Give me Blaze, your dead homie, you fucking idiot. I don't know. I mean, I don't have a problem. I didn't like them when they first came out. I don't have a problem now. I don't really. I never really got into them, but there's a lot of people that like the Bone Thugs. Sure. I remember us. Do you remember us trying to hook up at that one show, Seamus, where I was like taking a bus to come meet you? No. Oh, dude, it was fucking terrible. Like you, I hadn't had. I still didn't have a license at this point. Uh, it was in. I think it was in Worcester, anyway. And uh, like you're know, like take the ten o'clock bus to come meet me. And I got on the bus, and I was like, "Hey, I was like, I'm here for the ten o'clock bus." The guy's like, "There is no ten o'clock bus. It's like an this is eleven thirty bus." He's like, uh, I guess I'll take that one then. And like yeah. this is before cell phones and shit, so I didn't have a way to call you and let you know. And you were waiting for me at the bus station. I guess you Greg had called you or some shit, or you called Greg, and he's like, "No, I he's at the he went to the bus stop." And you fucking like started driving towards New Hampshire, and you turned the fuck back around to come fucking meet me at the bus stop. And uh, we fucking go to the hotel beforehand to like have some drinks and paint our faces and shit. It's a day's in, and we walk in with our faces painted. And the guy behind the fucking register is wearing an eye patch, and there's just the religious channel going like the whole time we're in there and shit. Remember when we, we saw the show? Remember we scared, I don't, I don't remember this. Remember we scared those kids. Like we were, we had our face painted. Like we were walking to the show in Rhode Island or whatever. And we like fucking, I don't know. We snuck up by some car. We're like, ah! And these kids were like, ah! They like roll up their windows. <laughs> uh, good times. I did. Uh, I will admit that when I was in Dragon Murder Case, we did apply to play at the Gathering of the Jackalows, and we were formally declined. Oh, really? So, that's probably because yeah. that's probably because when you guys kicked me out of the band, we're like, nah, it's got to be it. Nah, if, if, if Hoey's not in there, nah, nah, nah. dog. Fucking. So, anyways, so, anyways tracking. I mean, case. 2022, 2022 is a lot of people are hoping it's going to be a big year for live music. Obviously, the COVID nineteen pandemic literally affected every corner of the globe in the entertainment and music industry. You know, they suffered losses and venues shut down. Tours got canceled. Health restrictions. Fans just wanted to stay home. Um, according to Wikipedia, over 70 music festivals were canceled in 2020 alone. Damn, son. Polestar estimated the total lost revenue for the live music industry in 2020 at more than $30 billion. Damn. Take and this that. was like the height of the pandemic. <clears throat> and we're still in it. Who would have known that? But things, people are people are sick and tired of it. People are starting to go out more. Hopefully things return to normalcy in the next year. All the mass mandates are over. Uh, our, in Connecticut, the Infection rate is super low. <clears throat> so I think it's below like it's like around two percent or less. I think it's less. Fucking New Haven pizza, baby. Let's go. But like ticket prices, I guess, have inched up post COVID, which everything has. Yeah, we well, we, I mean, we upped our prices. Follicle challenge. We used to charge five dollars, now we charge twenty five dollars a head. So you know, we got it. I mean, gotta, everything moves up. I mean, that's how these people make their livings, though. So I mean. I'll pay, I'd pay the extra just because yeah, I'd want to support the artists that I love because ain't no one selling motherfucking albums anymore. That's for damn sure. I appreciate that. Man. Right. Well, yeah, we all know I've bought an album forever. I just stream all my music. 
I just pay for Spotify yeah. or And that's why these bands rely on live music and that's why the pandemic really fucked over a lot of musicians. Yeah. Well, here's hoping that uh, you know, they can all start making their money off those festies again. Festies. All right. Well, if there's anything else you guys want to say about festivals, now is the time to do it. I'm looking forward to attending a few of them this summer. I like turtles. All right, well. Great. All right. Well, that wraps it up for festivals, motherfuckers. Now stay tuned for some other shit. All right, Greg. Right back at you. I hear that you have some uh, Would You Rathers for us tonight. I'm eating a gummy real quick. Yeah, I do. I do. It's kind of... um, Festival related, I suppose. Show related. Um, it's 2022. It's a fact. Would you rather see Fish, ICP, or Dave Matthews Band? Oh, and you have to post on all social media and let everybody know. Well, I'm picking Fish because even though I don't listen to them anymore, they're still talented motherfucking musicians. And, and there's a lot of good drugs there. I'm just kidding. I don't really do drugs, but there's drugs at all of them, I'm sure. But if you're going to get back into drugs, that's the place to do it. (laughs) Yeah. Sure, sure. All right. Well, I mean, uh, for me, I'm not tough enough for an ICP show anymore. And uh, I don't want to get a breakout on my skin from the face paint. Uh, I would fight someone at a Dave Matthews show because I hate people in sweater vests and polo shirts. Uh, All right. So So I would... (laughs) Kill Dave Matthews band. I would fuck ICP and I'd probably marry Fish. Well, that's not what the question was, so. <laughs> right, let's put it in a different perspective. I would see yeah, Dave goes, Matthews I, band. That would oh, be mine. Well, you got, I saw them recently, so I'm not. You're tripping Billy, son. No, well, so, dude, they're like actually kind of more jam style now. Like they have, uh, they lost. Some of their uh, sat- is that an improvement or yeah, no? no they, I mean, they have a dude rather than whining. Rochester, New Hampshire, uh, playing saxophone. I saw them when Green Life had their Christmas party, like in two thousand eighteen, I mean, and it was pretty. I was pretty impressed. I wasn't like, oh my god, I got to go see Dave Matthews. But of all those bands, for me personally, I could. I don't think I could handle hippies at a fish uh, show. Dave Matthews, our fans are hippies, and I would prefer them to be a jam band. Then I wouldn't have to listen to his annoying whining voice. I know. He's so sad about so much shit. Stop fucking whining, Dave Matthews. We're, yeah. we're tired of hearing it. He's not you sad live comfortably. About shit. His shit's not sad. Oh, my, all his songs are about, oh, I drink too much and I'm so sad. I, hate, and Aaron, <laughs> I drink so much and I'm so You know, sad. I hated Aaron Lewis. He used to whine all the time, too. But then he does country. And I don't like country, but it's better than listening to him whine. Ugh, fuck that. Well, he's just a like little boy in a heart. In his chest. I don't know what that stupid lyric is. <laughs> Fuck Aaron Lewis. <laughs> he's, well, he's Dave Matthews. Well, uh, Dave Matthews is way cooler than fucking. And Dave Matthews is hilarious in movies. You gotta give no, him he's that. not. I'd rather see Aaron Lewis. Ugh, ugh, gross. Aaron Lewis. He he cries when people fucking talk at his concert and walks off stage. Would you rather see Dave Matthews or Aaron Lewis? All right. Well, if it's like a festival. I guess I get a DMB. At least he's gonna he's gonna come up on stage with a big fucking spliff. 
smoke it. I'm going to forget about it. I'm going to tune his voice out, and maybe he'll just jam. He's like, ah, I smoke too much. <laughs> My life sucks. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm just going for who I'm with and the the event for both of those three. I don't yeah, and this is that I just infiltrated your your guys. Would you rather? So it's just I, I don't even have a say in this. Well, clearly you do. Yeah, I'm an asshole. I'm an you idiot. have a lot to say. I do. Okay, okay, moving on, moving on. You go into a festival. Would you rather have it be music acts or comedians? It can't be both. Music can take you further. I love live comedy shows. We just saw Tom Segura in Boston last weekend. It was great. He was hilarious. I love every moment of that. But you can't just sit there and listen to stand-up for 10 hours straight. I feel, like you, I feel like you get laughed out after a while. <laughs> I'm going to go kill myself now. <laughs> yeah, or you just need a grilled cheese and you need to go and, you know, eat a cap. I don't I'm know. tripping fucking sack, bro. Where's the music start? <laughs> it's a comedy <laughs> festival. Oh, yeah, ladies fuck. and gentlemen, Gabriel Iglesias. I'm like, oh, no. No, Fluffy! Plus, plus, you know, at a, at a live comedy event, you got to be, like, on your game because they could sing you yeah, and you got to be able to you know, cut it back. Yeah, what, if they go at you, bro? Like, hard? Yeah, yeah, I always, I'm ready. I'll give them right I'm back. always Like, ready. look at this guy. He's fucking tripping his face off. He's staring off into that bush over there, and you're like, what, me? I'm like, yeah, you wish your face fell off because <laughs> I wish it would, too. I'm tripping. It's still on intact, and it's ugly. Oh, I'm having a bad face day. Uh, I, I mean, I, music, hands down. I, 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 plus, uh, yeah. You're going to meet a lot more diverse characters at a musical event as opposed to, you know, bros could just like Dane Cook, you know? Do I want to hang out with Dane Cook fans? Right I would rather hang out with Dave Matthews fans because they're all cool, mostly. I'm a Dane Cook fan. I'm a I... Dane Cook fan too, but I'm talking about, I'm being, I'm stereotyping his audience yeah, type. <laughs> Uh, imagine be a lot of underage girls. <laughs> hey, <yo>. uh, <laughs> uh, fucking yeah! I mean, at a at a music festival, you can meet fucking. I met a guy named the Lion of Zion. He thought he was a lion from Zion. You meet people who think that rocks are magical. They are magical. And uh, yeah, and then you'll also meet people who give you free hits of drugs if you buy drugs. But then if you don't buy the drugs, they get kind of mad. Like, hey. You want some of this Molly? Yeah, I'll take a bump. And like, like, sweet. How much you want to buy? And I was like, oh, I don't have any money. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Get away from me, freak! <laughs> no, nobody ever offered you a nitrous balloon at a comedian comedy show, which is what it'd be perfect for. Well, those are both great. <laughs> That's an untapped resource, right there. Those are both great answers, and the correct answer was music acts. So you guys got it right. All right, go ahead, Greg. Okay, okay, okay. Next question. You can only have one of these. I don't know why. Just fucking answer it. Would you That's the rules. Pepper? This is during the festival, right? It's a two say two. We'll say we'll say it's a two day festival. You can either have food or beverage. Oh. Beverage. Beverage. <laughs> <laughs> I <know it>. <laughs> uh, ha- have you not heard that you need? Liquids more than you need food. You can go a long time without food. How long can I go without beer? 
Uh, it's been tested four days. See, yeah, all you got to do is plan your beers right. You bring like you bring like four mm. stout beers with you, okay? And that's your meal for the day. You drink two of them. You're like, that's my calories. Right. And everything else breakfast. is just bonus. So yeah, that's not that's an easy one. Come on, yeah, easy. Well, the correct answer was both. You you failed. You're a fucker. You said we can only have one. I, so fuck you. Yeah. Well, you should have fucking danced around the question. <laughs> All right. You are forced to have an injury at a festival. I am either going to break your leg or break your arm, and you have to enjoy this festival with poison ivy or without it, but with a broken arm or a broken leg. Which one are you going for? Go snap. It's easy. Everybody's going with a broken leg at a festival. No, I mean no, an no. arm. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. I meant an arm because you yeah. need to be able to get around. Exactly. Wow, you could just be chilling there and have people bring you shit. You could be the guy that just chills at the site. Yeah, until the, the site gets left behind. Yeah, but then if they're carrying you around in a wheelbarrow and they're tripping on acid and they just dump you over and you break. I don't trust my friends to yeah. carry around a wheelbarrow. I mean, I would trust them now, but maybe not my friends back then. It's hard to pack a wheelbarrow in a car when you haven't already had to bring in the tents and shit. You gotta too. put it on top, actually. Is it, it, is it a two we, two wheel wheelbarrow or a single wheel wheelbarrow? Well, they had those sweet uh, electric Four wheelbarrows wheel now. They, they fold in, fold down. Oh, shit. You can ride them like a one wheel. <laughs> that was my Transformers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was great. Ladies and gentlemen, Ryan Wilson. Uh, Can I just have a broken pinky? No, I got a crooked one. Totally, a broken arm. I mean, what do you need two arms for at a music festival? Nothing. You smoke joints the whole time, so you don't have to keep lighting a bowl. Bam. And you you get one of those beverage helmet hats or... (laughs) A koozie on your belt. I mean, you're good. Or, or, or you get a can like a fucking bottle opener into your cast. Yes, built into the cast. Yes, molded in, Doc. Don't question. <laughs> Just do it. I know this is unorthodox, Doctor, but put it right on the base of the thumb, like right on the thumb pad. Put it right there. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, that wraps up another episode of You Gonna Eat That Crust podcast. I'm your host Ryan. I got Greg and Seamus doing shit. Fucking also hosting this motherfucker. We want to thank everyone for tuning in each and every week. The numbers keep rising uh, with every episode, so I want to thank you all. Uh, Yeah, motherfuckers. Yeah, and don't forget to check out our Instagram, our Facebook. Check us out on Spotify. Oh, yeah, check us out on Twitter. Ryan's running that shit. Um, You can email us. You know the email. You're going to eat that crust or going to eat that crust at gmail.com. We've got like hundreds of emails we're sifting through every day. You know, if you guys want to get in on the action and, and, and feel cool and email us as well, <laughs> just do that. You know, but Spotify, Apple Music Podcast, email us, please. God damn it. I can't sift through hundreds of emails anymore. Too much. <laughs> Thanks That's for listening, right. everybody. And do yourself and all the mu- the artists out there a favor. It's starting to get nice out. Spring's about to be here. Go see your live local music, support all the artists, and get out of this pandemic funk and have fun. Yeah, support Falkley Challenge. I mean, these guys, they got dates. I'm talking about April 15th, we're at Peddler's Daughter in Nashua. April 23rd, we're at Lilac City in Rochester, New Hampshire. And April 29th, we debut our new uh, keyboard player. That's why we needed Ryan to make a new picture for us. (laughs) 
He's also not follically challenged. Sounds like some hot events, people. Go see yeah, him. April 29th. You won't regret it. Ladies. And uh, April uh, 20th is uh, 420. So smoke some weed about that. Word sided. Remember, folks. In, in trust, trust, we, we trust. trust. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. That's decent. <laughs> this ends our podcast. Was there a duct tape penis? Well, actually, you haven't measured. It's about 6,000 swimming pools of shit. Three blue whales. Shit. <laughs> <laughs>